Hey everyone, welcome back to Silicon Street, a podcast on venture capital, technology, and entrepreneurship geared towards college students and young professionals. Today we have on Connor McCarter, who's the co-founder of Prequel, which helps companies set up and manage their data stacks so they can focus on what matters, getting insights to drive their business. Connor recently wrapped up going through Y Combinator's Winter Cohort 21, and we will discuss his experience with the program. Before co-founding Prequel, Connor worked at Deloitte and M33, a growth equity firm, um, and you should definitely check out our, our podcast that we're going to have posted in a little bit with uh, one of the one of the uh, managing directors there. But um, <laughs> Connor also uh, pursued is pursuing a dual degree, uh, a dual master's degree in engineering and business um, from Harvard before he went on leave to to work on his startup. So with that, we'd love to welcome Connor to the show. How's everything going? Been going great. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. And uh, I didn't know you were. I assume <laughs> you're going to be working with uh, Anello or talking with Anello. That's awesome. Yes, yes. We just we just finished up uh, our recording with Anello the other day, so uh, that'll be that'll be live soon. <laughs> cool. Um, awesome. So we gave a quick background on you, but could you uh, maybe tell us a little bit more about yourself, how you got started in entrepreneurship? Yeah, sure. Uh, so first and foremost, obviously proud ND alum, class of 2015. Um, so ND, I, I studied computer science, really love that. Uh, after school, I did a number of years in consulting, um, basically by the end there, focusing on e-commerce uh, e-commerce products and, and doing product management for those types of products. You can think about like apps and websites in the e-commerce category. Um, spent that time at like big Fortune 500 companies and really kind of started to love that process of developing those new products and making something that just got distributed to tons of people. Um, and knew I wanted to do that for my own with a bit more ownership. So um, from there, like you said, enrolled in the uh, MSMBA program at Harvard, did a year there, uh, met a lot of awesome people and uh, actually met my co-founder. And basically after one year, we started uh, Prequel or what will what had become Prequel by now. So that's kind of the short backstory. Awesome. Yeah, love that. And, and so could you just describe, I know I gave like a one sentence intro of what it was, but could you describe what Prequel is, maybe a little bit about like its value prop and, you know, what, what the use case looks like for a customer? Yeah, definitely. So, so Prequel today is, is a data platform that makes it really easy for startups to set up their modern data stack. Um, so more specifically, that means that we make it really easy for companies to kind of collect data from all the different parts of their business, centralize that and copy that into kind of a central data warehouse or database, um, transform that data into something useful, and finally, uh, you know, allow analytics on top of that. You know, you can think of visualization or querying or anything of that sort. Um, so a specific use case um, that might be a little bit more tangible is, you know, let's say you're an e-commerce company and you, you know, sell goods online. Um, with Prequel, what you would basically do is you could connect all the different accounts in your business, whether it's, you know, HubSpot or Facebook ads or Shopify, you would copy all that data into central location, you know, do some interesting analysis and transformation on that data. And then it lets you, okay. it lets you kind of, uh, you know, pull the interesting insights out of that. Absolutely. And, and so what, what kind of drew you to this initial idea? I know obviously kind of like big data and all that stuff is, 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 a you know, hot topic, but what, what drew you to kind of start a business in this area? Yeah, no, it's a great question. And, and honestly, we kind of pivoted around. So this is really like the third iteration of what we've been working on here. Sure. Um, and so the first idea, I won't get into too much detail, but it was in the data space. Um, and like looking back, you know, I, I feel like we have learned so much just from actually working with customers, talking with people, trying to sell. Um, and I would say like what landed us on this latest idea is partially thanks to Y Combinator, like you mentioned, 
um, you know, we, we get into the program, we're talking with all of our, you know, fellow founders and really like we were trying to sell this product um, that was you know, basically plugging into the data stack and all of our, you know, fellow founders were saying, hey, this sounds really cool, but it's, I don't have the modern data stack yet. I don't have all these pieces set up yet. Um, yeah. you know, I'll call you when I get that. And we were basically saying, you know, okay, yeah. seems like it's a problem worth solving. Um, let's try to make that happen. And so we basically built that, uh, shipped that and started noticing that it was working um, and that there was something here. So that's, that's kind of uh, how we ended up on prequel. Yeah, that's awesome. And how did you, how did you kind of pair with your, with your, with your co-founder? I know obviously you went to, went to Harvard with you for the first year, but what kind of made you guys decide to, to do this together? And um, are, are one of you more of like a technical person? One of you like more of the business person? Like how does, how does that work and how do you guys work together? Yeah, a great question. So um, we're both technical, um, but he's definitely far more kind of uh, much more advanced in the technical front than I am. Um, and so I'm very thankful to have him kind of like guiding and shepherding like the code base there. Um, so, so he's got experience with kind of large scale infrastructure, which, which I don't have. Um, and right now we're both, uh, it's just us two, and we're both programming on a daily basis. He's doing basically anything on the back end. Um, I'm doing right now, most of the front end and, um, you know, that works out really well on the business side. We're basically kind of splitting things as they come up. Um, so, you know, if we have like a category of things that need to be complete, we'll have a discussion about who takes what, um, it's, it's pretty fluid right now. So, you know, as an example, um, when we were doing some fundraising after Y Combinator, uh, Charles handled everything investor related and he would only bring me in when, you know, it was like, Hey, we have a second meeting or like a meeting with a partnership. So I have to, I have to show up to that. And I was incredibly helpful just from like making sure I could focus on the things that I wanted to focus on. He could actually just like take all that off my plate. So during that time, you know, I would focus on most of our customer work and actually working with customers and keeping that pipeline moving. Um, and it kind of remains to be seen how we how we split up work going forward, but that's been working out really well so far, um, and we'll probably keep up with that for the time being. Awesome. So we, we've talked to a decent amount of kind of startup founders now from various companies in various spaces, but nobody who's been through Y Combinator. And so we're we're going to kind of structure this conversation mostly about around that, and and kind of love to hear about your experiences in that program. Um, so before we get into it, though, we'd love if you could briefly kind of describe to everybody listening what Y Combinator is and then kind of why you chose to participate in this program. What were the benefits? What, why is it kind of work and fit for you guys? Yeah, definitely. So, so YC is um, a startup accelerator and they basically offer a three-month program for early stage companies um, where during the program, startups get you know, mentorship from YC partners, a number of awesome resources, um, and, and really one of the biggest value adds is this cohort of you know, similar stage companies and founders to learn from and grow with and just have kind of, uh, you know, as you kind of grow the company. Um, I guess one more I would add there is that they do a really good job of kind of fostering this network of, you know, current and past companies. So for someone that's selling to startups um, for prequel is really invaluable just being able to, you know, work with companies that have been through YC kind of have this a bit of camaraderie and, uh, you know, an awesome network for us to sell into. Um, I think a few of the other questions you asked are like, what, um, you know, why we chose to do Y Combinator. Um, so basically we were pretty early stage when we applied and we had heard a lot about YC. We knew that a lot of the value that I just articulated um, was something that we could really benefit from at an early stage. You know, we were not, we didn't have like a ton of traction. And so we knew that like for us, it would be invaluable just to kind of 
get us to, to focus and sprint really hard for three months. Um, and that's kind of exactly what it did. Uh, it really let us, you know, get out there, sell the product, um, drop everything and just see how fast we can go. Um, and, you know, that's exactly what we got out of it. So it was really great. Um, not sure if I covered everything that you asked there. No, yeah, that, that, that's perfect overview. Just one looking for just, you know, some basic information on, on the program and then why it fit for you guys. Yeah. And then to move on, we're curious, and I think a lot of other people will be curious as well, what the application process looks like for Y Combinator um, and kind of, you know, what was the interview process like? What advice might you have for anyone else who's listening who is considering or, or looking at it and knows a little about the program? Yeah, definitely. So, so the application is um, kind of remarkably short. It's basically, you know, an application that you can find online. I think there's uh, a, a lot of resources out there that show like other people's applications. Um, then based on, you know, your application, you get an in invitation to interview. It's a 10 minute interview. Again, incredibly short wow. <laughs> phone call that night to ask, you know, do you want in or no? And uh, it, yeah, it was, it was truly, I think like that happens over the course of at least for our batch. I want to say like three weeks, I could be wrong there, um, but really kind of blink of an eye and which is super founder friendly, right? So you're not like constantly waiting there on the, yeah. on the ropes, like, okay, are we actually going to get to do this? Or should we start focusing on other avenues? Like what's next? So that's really great yeah. of them. Um, and then, you know, if, in terms of advice, I think the best advice I can give to anyone considering is, is just start building, you know, don't consider YC kind of like the, the thing that's going to make you commit or not. Um, I think if you commit, like your odds are that you're gonna, you know, your odds for success, whether it's YC, another accelerator, or just, you know, success in the, in the abstract are so much higher. And so just like start building, start talking to customers, get something out the door. It doesn't have to be like code. It can even be whatever you're building. It can be like as simple as, you know, calling people, trying to sell something, getting commitments, um, you know, verbal commitments, email commitments that like, hey, yes, if you build this thing, I'm interested and I'll buy it. Um, and that's really what they're going to be looking for. Um, just showing that you're interested, you're committed, you're building, like you're making this happen. Um, and they want to be part of your journey, not like you want to be part of theirs. Yeah. Well, I have to kind of follow up on the interview and you know, a 10 minute interview is pretty short. Is there, was there anything surprising or unorthodox or were there any, unsur I mean, you know, I mean, I guess surprising or, or difficult questions in that interview. <laughs> what, what was that? What was that process even like? Yeah. Um, okay. So this is kind of funny. So the, the, the first, you know, so we basically, we rehearsed for quite a bit. Like we had a few practice interviews. We kind of had like some standard answers to like questions sure. that we first <laughs> like anyone does. Right? And uh, what we, like we get into this interview and they hit us with like the first question, which is I think pretty standard for almost every company, which is like, tell us about what you're building. Okay. So yeah. nailed it. I had the best answer. <laughs> Just like the follow up question, which we again had kind of like our standard answer for. And I start delivering that, that second answer. And Mike, Michael Seibel, who's um, you know, one of the heads of YC, he, he interrupts me and essentially is like, stop, start over and talk like a human. Like, I don't want to hear this robot response. <laughs> I'm honestly panicked. I'm super flustered. Yeah. Um, but he was right. You know, like we had kind of rehearsed that to a point where I didn't even know what I was sure. saying. It's like, oh, I have the script memorized here. Yeah. Um, and snapping us, snapping us out of it was super helpful. It basically let us transition back to being like conversational and less about like this perfectly rehearsed script, which I think is great advice for anyone that's pitching. Like it becomes so much of the script, this automated thing where you're not really listening and like listening to yourself anymore. And it's just becoming, you know, this, uh, this rehearsed, like, you know, pitch. <laughs> that you so for us, like that was, that was probably like the biggest shock for sure. Um, I do think at the end, like, you know, right before we closed, we, we had one of the partners who was interviewing us stop us and say like, uh, can I be honest guys? Like, I don't think it's going to work. I just, I just 
I can't imagine this working. Well, it's like, what do you say to that? Um, but I, I think my co-founder handled it beautifully. He's, he essentially said like, trust, trust us. We've done this. We've talked to enough customers to like truly believe like with the core of our being that this will work and just like watch us make it happen. Um, yeah. you know, the, the interviewer essentially said, okay, cool. Love that. And like, yeah. that was kind of, and of course we hung up, call each other and we're like, oh, wow, we, we completely botched that. Like no chance Let's get back. To <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it ended up working out. And so we're, we're pretty yeah. pumped. But that, that's amazing, right? You're, you're always going to have some doubters. So you gotta, you yeah. just gotta push forward, right? <laughs> exactly. um, awesome. Yeah. So that, that's great background on what the, the application process is and, you know, what YC is, but could you talk a little bit about what the structure is once you actually like join the program? What kind of events are they doing? Like what, what does the 10 weeks look like? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I had, I actually had no idea when we were applying, um, when we were interviewing or, or even like after they accepted, I had no idea what it was going to be like. It's a great question. Uh, and the structure is pretty free form and maybe that's why I didn't really know at the time. So essentially like it kicks off with a boot camp, like a startup boot camp type thing, which it basically, you, you have like mm -hmm. two weeks of, really awesome talks, like three hours a day, like back to back of, you know, how to do enterprise sales, how to run a, you know, uh, a pilot, like a monthly pilot, how to do uh, advertising, how to do cold emails, things like that. Um, from people that have done it, you know, either at growth stage companies or a thousand times before at startups or just like YC partners that know this stuff incredibly well. So that's super helpful. And that's kind of the most structured part of the program. From there, you basically switch into, uh, the only part of after that, like the only structured uh, part of the entire program is essentially these weekly office hours with your small group or small cohort, um, which is like, you know, eight to 10 companies uh, that you're just really close with and that you essentially are accountable to. Um, you know, it's your own business. So like no one's going to like, you know, fire you. <laughs> but what they do, what you do do is like set yourself um, two week goals every week to say, we are going to sign, you know, a thousand more dollars of monthly recurring revenue. And here's how we're going to do it. And then you come back a week later and say, here's where we're tracking. And you come back a week later and say, like, did I hit that goal? Did, not, did I not hit that goal? Um, mm -hmm. And that's essentially it, right? Like it's, it's, there's no real magic to it besides just feeling incredibly, um, you know, competitive and feeling accountable to these peers. And you hear them setting goals that you feel like are more ambitious than your own goals. And so you, you're encouraged to kind of, you know, step up your own game. Um, and for the most part, that's kind of it, I guess. One other thing to add is there are like these weekly chats with some mm -hmm. past YC founders, um, you know, who have gone on to do really awesome things. So we had the founders of Airbnb kick off the batch, um, the founder of Twitch and the guys from Stripe, Zeus Living, Brex, GitLab. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, like a lot of, a lot of others that I can't remember, um, but they all come talk about their startup experiences, really kind of energize the batch to think like, oh, damn, like they were just like me. I can do this. Um, yeah. Super helpful. So what do you, what do you think is, you know, you said there's no like secret sauce to it, but what do you think about like YC like allows them to have all these like super successful companies, like you just mentioned, like come out of the program? Like, do you think there's any like distinguishing factor compared to like some other accelerated program? Or is it more of just kind of like the self-selection of, right? That, like YC is like one of the more, more prestigious ones to get into, you know? Yeah, I honestly, I, I don't know. I don't know if I have a good answer to that. Um, I mm. think... I think like the the mentors and the YC partners there are really great. And I think they have this awesome uh, kind of ethos and you can get a little bit of that out of like the Paul Graham essays and that, that kind of uh, 
that, that ethos is kind of built into Y Combinator and this whole spirit of like just building things that people want and like, uh, you know, a tendency to like actually act and make things happen and build before, you know, overanalyzing and getting too, you know, stuck in the weeds and like overthinking everything. Um, so that's kind of, you know, this uh, general feeling that like permeates everything that they do. And I don't know if that is the reason, but it's definitely one of the things that I felt was the most valuable and kind of changed the way that I think about starting a company. Um, and I can see that definitely playing into other people being successful. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you mentioned how, you know, after those first two weeks, it's a little more unstructured. How do you kind of create like a structure for yourself and your co-founder, like in such an unstructured environment? Like, how do you, you know, go about, you know, trying to hit those goals that you mentioned, whether it's, you know, we're going to sign up this many people this week, et cetera. Like, what, what, do you, what did you guys, how did you guys try to handle that? Yeah, no, honestly, it's something we're still trying to figure out. Um, and it's a really hard problem. And I think that's yeah. one of the hardest parts about startups in general is just how do you put, you know, structure around something that's so abstract without like clear, uh, you know, without a clear kind of roadmap about what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and I don't, I don't know if we figured it out. I think for us, it was awesome in the program to basically, oh, and one thing I forgot to mention at the beginning of the program, you work with your group partners to set yourself like that 10 week or that three month, um, you know, YC goal, like the demo day goal, the thing that you want to have accomplished by the time you start pitching investors. Um, and that's kind of your, your North star. And so really you, you kind of backtrack that North star and say, what can I do to get there the most effectively? And anything that doesn't contribute to that, like forget about it. And anything that does, like prioritize that. So I think that was like the guiding principle that let us, you know, kind of put some uh, structure around it. But it, it's really difficult. Um, you know, there, there's conversations we'd have together where it's like, we really want to revamp the landing page, but it's, is that actually going to make a meaningful impact in the last month? Like, probably not. Okay, let's spend like 30 minutes on it before we actually, uh, you know, so we can get back to building. Um, and those kind of conversations are, are regular, like daily, if not, you know, by the hour. Um, and so that's definitely, a, it was a challenge, but I, I think we did as best as we could. Well, speaking of kind of challenges, what were maybe some of the most challenging aspects of your time at Y Combinator? And what were some aspects of your business that you maybe realized you needed to change and adapt? And, and how did maybe some of the people you work with <clears throat> push you in the right direction on, on those topics? Yeah, that's really funny. Because uh, the answer to that is like the same, which is, I think the hardest part was when we basically decided we needed to pivot. Um, and sure. we had a product to a few awesome like early customers that we are so grateful for, for and were giving us awesome feedback and working with us on a weekly basis, and giving us, you know, incredible feedback via email, via phone calls, like all, you know, all the above. Um, and I think the hardest part was when we basically made that decision internally that we wanted to change what we're building and kind of completely, you know, not abandon the old product, but uh, wind it down, right? And not put as much engineering yeah. into that anymore. And so for us, it was the hardest part was like having those calls with those customers that have been so awesome and like took a chance on us. And, you know, we, we had worked so hard to like, you yeah. know, get on board and get excited about this and convince them this is an awesome idea. And then say, hey, you know, this thing that you're putting a ton of time into, like, and that you have put so much time into, we're going to start like winding that down. So that was probably the hardest part. Um, and, and to your question, like, how did we actually make those decisions? And, and what was that decision process like? Yeah. You know, it's essentially, uh, it's really difficult. We, we had to talk with like our mentors, talk with people that we really respected in the space, talk with our YC partners, 
Um, but it's also something that YC made really easy. You know, when we had to make that, de that decision to pivot, we essentially talked with our YC partners and it was like, hey, here are the pros. We're really excited about this new idea. We can't stop thinking about it. We think this is like definitely needs to exist and we want to build it. The cons are we've made so much progress in the old, you know, the sunk cost, the classic sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. Yep. We made so much progress on this last product. We have customers, you know, we have these demo day goals and we're going to go from like, you know, a certain percent progress there to like zero. Um, but one thing they make, they make really easy is like, okay, it sounds like you made the decision. Why, why are you coming to me? Like move, like make the decision yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they definitely, I, you know, I can't imagine we would have moved any faster um, outside of the program. So I think that was really beneficial for us. Yeah, no, I think, I think that kind of mentality of understand what, what the right decision is and make it yesterday is, is, yeah. is obviously super important in startups. You gotta be nimble and you gotta be quick and you gotta be making the decisions that, that, that you think are best, even though they're obviously hard to analyze and really understand fully before you do it. Yeah. And you never know, you know, it's like, you won't know if it was the right decision for years. Right. Exactly. And exactly. It definitely is difficult, but uh, I think you kind of have this gut feeling going through it. And once you've done with it, that like, yes, it was the right thing to do. And, you know, I'm still happy. I'm kind of full steam ahead. Sure. Totally. And then to follow up on that, is there anything you wish that you had done differently to mm -hmm. navigate both your business and the kind of benefits and experiences you, you had uh, access to at Y Combinator? Uh, yeah. Is there anything you could have done to maybe get more out of it or that you think, uh, you know, you wish you had done instead? Yeah. I, um, I think the big one there is probably around the experience itself. Um, sure. And I don't think I'm alone in thinking this. Like I, I've heard this before, but I think a big regret or kind of a missed opportunity is just uh, making the most of the chance to meet a lot of awesome new people and new founders. Yeah. Um, you know, there are so many really impressive and awesome and like interesting founders in the batch. And you're so busy, you know, every day that it's really hard to justify anything that's not gonna, you know, immediately basically benefit your business. Um, but that window to meet those founders and like those other YC batch mates is not infinite. And um, if I had to do it again, I would probably, you know, tell myself, hey, we know you're tired. You know, I know I'm tired. I know uh, I have so much to do, but you're not going to get the chance to kind of like meet these new people and spend some time with them and get to know them forever. So like take advantage of that. So that's probably the biggest one. Gotcha. And then to move forward, you, you mentioned Demo Day in your last question. What could you first tell everyone what Demo Day is and explain to everyone kind of how that works and then uh, maybe get into your experience with Demo Day and how that went for you guys? Yeah, so I think Demo Day is one of like the premier parts of the, the Y Combinator Accelerator. Um, and it's essentially, you know, it's, it's like the keynote event at the end of the batch where every company gets, um, it's just 60 seconds to pitch the business, talk about what you're doing, your traction, uh, you know, the high level vision and kind of get investors excited about the possibility and the potential to invest in you. Um, so for us, you know, what that looked like was we spent a few days rehearsing this pitch, kind of condensing everything that we love to talk about into 60 seconds, which was remarkably hard, as I'm sure you, you know, it's like founders love to ramble and talk about all the possibilities and potential for their business. Um, yeah. We wound that down to like 60 seconds, got to pitch that in front of, you know, thousands of investors. Um, and you just kind of see who's interested, who reaches out um, and, you know, kind of go from there. So we had a great demo day experience um, and got to watch a lot of our friends and like other co-founders pitch. Uh, super exciting time. After that, met with a number of awesome investors, told them about what we're building um, and decided basically 
which investor it made sense to work with for the next couple of years. Um, and, you know, honestly beyond uh, to, to grow this business. Awesome. And so could you tell us a little bit about like where prequel stands today? Like what do you, what do you plan to do kind of going forward? I know like YC gives you a little bit of money, um, you know, as part of the program. Um, so what, what, what's, what's like the plan for the next, next year or so? Yeah. So YC gives a little bit of money and, and honestly, like I think the reason they do that is just so that you don't think about money for the, the three months that you're in the program, um, mm. which is, awesome. you know, it's like, it's, it's just enough to kind of let you focus and build and not have to worry about your bank account. Um, and then after YC, the goal for most people is to raise a series, uh, a seed kind of round, um, in some cases, a series A, and uh, just give yourself enough capital to kind of survive for the next, what I think on average, like two years. Um, so we were able to do that, have uh, awesome investors that we're super excited about. And the focus for us now is just to get back to building, um, bring some more people on the team. Right now it's just Charles and I, and we're gonna be hiring a few more engineers to kind of ramp things up. Um, yeah, and just like work really closely with customers, try to get ourselves to product market fit and uh, go from there. Perfect. Well, Connor, that, that wraps up all of our questions about Y Combinator and, and those general kind of questions you wanted to know about and your experience with it. We're gonna move into the last section we like to do, which is kind of a rapid fire question oh, wow. section we have we have uh, just five questions they're not super related to your y combinator at all or your or, you know oh. particularly with your career uh but feel free to take them wherever you want and you know short answers are, are fine as well awesome so first one we got here is what books are you reading right now or what's a book you've read in the past that you may recommend to, to people listening and it doesn't have to be about your career it could be fiction or anything Oh, good question. Um, In the Kingdom of Ice is a book I read recently and I'm absolutely obsessed with it. It reads like fiction, but it's about um, the North Pole exploration. And uh, it's kind of like super entrepreneurial where it's essentially an explorer who wants to figure out what's at the North Pole and it just documents, you know, his like entire journey up to the North Pole. So I'm not reading it right now, just wrapped it up, but highly recommended. That's awesome. The next one is what is a skill that you're trying to develop right now, or maybe you'd like to develop in the coming years, uh, or alternatively, if you don't have something off the top of your head, what's an area that you're kind of interested in, in learning more about? Yeah, well, that's a good one. Um, honestly, hiring. Uh, it's I think the Ooh, most important one. part, and you know, an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur's kind of first few years, if not the entire like life of the company. Um, it's not something that many people have like a ton of opportunity to do when they're young um, or recent, you know. Group, as a recent grad. And uh, it's definitely a skill that I need to hone and um, you know, just focus on 100% for the next few months. Sure, that's a great one. How do you stay up to date with the latest developments in your industry, so in tech? And uh, are there any you know, specific news sources that you'd recommend to anyone listening? Yeah, so for my industry, I actually think this is a recent kind of um, development and just like tech in general. There's all these like micro communities that are coming up. Um, whether it's like Slack communities, newsletters, um, Discord chats. And I think those are the best way to get like real time up-to-date uh, updates on like what's happening in your industry. So for, for me, what that means is, you know, I'm really plugged into the data communities. And, you know, one great example is this awesome Slack group called uh, Locally Optimistic, which I'm a member of. And it's just constantly kind of reading those posts, um, you know, contributing where I can, which has not been much recently. Um, but just kind of staying up to date in that way. And I think that's a great, uh, a great avenue for a lot of people. Yeah. Who is your favorite CEO? And it can be someone who's currently CEO or someone from the past. Oh, wow. 
Um, I'm, I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on this one. I don't no have worries. one off the top of my head. <laughs> All good. No worries. <laughs> All right. We'll move on to the next one then. Uh, so the last question we have here is um, if you could start a company in another industry. So I know obviously you're, you're working on prequel, <laughs> but if you could choose something else, which would you choose? And maybe a little bit about why. Oh, that's great. I would love to start one day um, a hardware company. I just think hardware is super cool just to like actually build something and kind of like birth it into the world. Um, and I just have like this deep love for awesome product design. And if I could start a company, I actually came to business school thinking I was going to start a hardware company, um, but it turns out true to the name hardware is very hard. So uh, that'll be down the line when I actually have a little bit more capital to burn. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, Connor, thank you so much for sharing your insights and your experiences on Y Combinator. And then right. answering those last questions for us. We really appreciate your time and, and hope everyone learned a lot. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. This has been great. That wraps up our conversation with Connor McCarter, CEO and co-founder of Prequel. We don't really have anything for the debrief this time, um, but I really encourage you guys to check out Y Combinator's library of resources online. They've got some really awesome stuff on just generally how to succeed with a startup. They've got some cool interviews with people like Elon Musk on, on how to build for the future. Um, things like a guide to seed fundraising, how to go about building a pitch deck um, and, and things like that. So I'd really encourage you guys to go to, to ycombinator.com slash library. They have some really awesome stuff that uh, will be a nice complement to, to the things that you learn uh, here at Silicon Street. So with that, uh, thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.